before I begin this discussion, if you're a person of color in the United States or anywhere in the world, I want you to know you don't need to hear this. You understand more than me, more than most people that are like me, cisgendered, heterosexual, white, and male, what it's like to be a person of color in these times right now. And the second thing is that if you're somebody like me, who doesn't understand what's happening, who doesn't comprehend the situation, I'm not here to tell you about that. That's not my place. My, if you haven't already, go listen to people of color. Go listen to the protesters. Go listen to the stories of brutality and study history. If there's one thing you take away from this, is to learn and to read and to listen to others. And you will learn a lot more than from what some white guy like me has to say. If you are still listening to me, then you're listening to me because you respect my opinion, you respect me, and you're curious to know what I think. For that, I thank you. And with that being said, what's happening in America is a fucking travesty. No uncertain terms. It is a disaster. The police of this country oppress black people because of their race. No ifs, ands, or buts. The cops have failed. They are doing fascism. And as I have not hidden on this podcast before, to me, fascists deserve to be punched. They want you dead. And when that is the one thing that they want, when they want protesters silenced, when they want to prevent your voice, that's doing a fascism. What I hope to do then is I have linked to some places, some resources for you to donate to causes and for you to help fund the pe people's bails. Hopefully that will help speed up the process and make sure that this never happens again. But it will. The fight is long. And I have been too complacent in this. I would be out there protesting right now. But due to the pandemic, I fear for my mother's life. We would both be out there. But if I caught the disease, I could give it to her and she would die. She has asthma. However, I consider this podcast me doing my part. I have a platform. It's small, but it's something. And if I can direct your attention to where it needs to go, then I will do it. That's my place. That's my role to play. 
So I'm going to share a little story. I think it's very important to know something about me. When I was in middle school, I was really close to being one of those alt-right assholes. The internet for youngsters can often be a dangerous place. You can accidentally get indoctrinated into things you don't believe or things that are bad for you. It's easy to feel disillusioned with the world. It's easy to go that I feel like I am a misfit, that I feel like I don't belong. And so we blame scapegoats. We blame feminism. We blame Black Lives Matter. We blame things because you want a way out. You don't want to feel lonely or depressed or sad. So you scapegoat others. That ain't right. And I almost was that, but I wasn't because I got lucky. I went to an amazing high school. It was an arts high school. When I went there, it taught me a lot about other people. It taught me and it showed me all these other walks of life. And I understood their struggles and plights because I listened and heard what they had to say. But I think what really taught me the most, the person who taught me the most, who taught me the most, was my playwriting teacher. Miss Price, if you're listening, you probably are. I want to thank you in advance before I tell the rest. You really changed me for the better. I worked for the Soul Rep Theater Company for about uh, four years, I want to say. I haven't been working last year, and I really should go back to them at some point. I was their sound designer for some shows. But I got to work on some really amazing productions, and I will never forget that production, the first one I did with them, Top Dog Underdog, a brilliant show. The director was fantastic. But working on that show and working on several others thereafter, I learned something about myself. And the first thing is that I will never understand what it's like to be black in America. Fully. I cannot fully comprehend it. I think I knew that to some extent, but when I was younger, I don't. I genuinely thought racism was over. I think that's what a lot of young kids are taught, at least young white kids are taught. It's not the case. It's brutally not the case. I was aware of that going in, but I think I my alignment of just kind of being depicted and shown the struggle and the complicated relationships that entails through art taught me that I'll never be able to fully recite it or understand it, but I can gain understanding by consuming artwork and media and literature from people of color. I could relate to, to them in some sort of approximate way. I could see into that world and understand the world better. That's what was important. That's why representation matters. Parasocial relationships mean a whole, a whole awful lot. 
when it comes to just being a better person in the world. You learn and grow and see other people and you get a window into those lives. That's the power of art. I put a link to the Soul Rep Theater Company down below. If you're in the DFW area, you should absolutely check them out. Wonderful, wonderful company. Good community theater, for certain. But you folks here are not here quite always to listen to me. And you're certainly not here for most things else. We're nerds, after all. Geeks. We like RPGs and whatnot. So, this being a tabletop RPG show, I think it's not only my, you know, it, it, it's kind of important then that I show you some RPG content made by a person of color to point you in the right direction. And I think it was very well timed that a month ago uh, this was released and I read it. And it really just, I had such an amazing time reading a module that I loved it. Uh, it's for Call of Cthulhu. It's called Harlem Unbound. It's the second edition of it. It's by Chris Spivy. Just keep an eye on Chris Spivy. He is doing some great things. I look forward to his game Haunted West, which is going to be highlighting not just like the weird West as a setting, but also highlighting people of color in the Wild West historically, which already just glancing from some of the uh, previews contains a lot of things I didn't know about. So look forward to that. Now, what I love about Harlem Unbound is that it really makes a point about diversity in your tabletop RPG. What's important is that it makes a point that like the representation does matter. That the story, you know, does matter that you know players should be able to see people like themselves in the game no matter who they are. And it's also important to keep in mind one other thing. The game encourages people of any stripe to play it. Because Chris Spivy makes a very good point, and I absolutely agree with him. The tabletop RPG can do something a lot of other art forms can't. It makes you embrace a character and force you to look at the world from their perspective and do things from their perspective. When dealt with respect, the RPG is a window into those lives more than most medium because you have to act out that medium for yourself. And when you engage with it, you embody it. I'm parroting his idea is more complex and more simplified, but absolutely 
read this. Even if you're not into tabletop RPGs, just read this book. It is a wonderful, delightful read. It's just a good source book for just like talking about Harlem in the 1920s and it points you in so many good directions. But I just think it's more important to take the broad message home. That, it, that if you're going to depict a group you're not like in your RPG, you need to do it with respect. You do it with research and care. You know that you'll make mistakes. But do so in good faith and do so with the hope of understanding. Because when you do, you can really embrace what it's like to be somebody else. When you do that, you get a more complete view. There's a joke that, you know, Nerds only perceive two races, white and political. And by talking about this, I know for certain I've divided my audience a bit. But I know I'm doing the right thing, so if you are uncomfortable with the fact that I'm turning your RPG away from just pure escapism and making it a little bit about exploring reality, escapism is fine. But I think sometimes you need to confront harsh truths in your game to give them bite. Doesn't need to be this in particular, but if you think RPGs just can't explore the, these topics at all with, you know, complexity and humanity, I'm afraid we'll have to disagree. Now, I want to read to you one little section from Harlem Unbound just to give you an idea of this. Wrapping things up, I think it's important for white folk to hear the words of a, of a black person explaining what it's like to be black in America. These are not my words. These are his. But these are made with the deliberate intent of explaining what it's like. What does it mean to be black in America? Submit. Submit. Plainly stated, life is fucked. Apologize. Smile more. You're too aggressive. Know your place. Respect my badge. Serve. Submit. 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 This is the message constantly played to African Americans. Being black in America means an unending struggle of enduring racism. Bring them to heal. That is what is happening in the United States. That is what happened to George Floyd. Black Lives Matter. Rest in power, George Floyd. And to all the others out there whose names may be forgotten, but whose spirit lives on.